Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for All You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I've got to introduce you to one of the other leaders of the group. That's right. You are correct in assuming we are back with the subunit HAM, also known as open parentheses, C, which stands for chickpeas, close parentheses, hyphen, HAM, pronounced HAM, C-H-A-M. That's right. It's Chuck and the other guy, which I'm going to introduce right now. You know him as our resident scholar. And so what if he sometimes looks on Wikipedia? (laughs) It doesn't matter, though, because I think he's really cool. It's a Mark. 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 (laughs) It's me. I was wondering why you were sharing your sound. A Mark. 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 Thank you for that introduction. Anyway, wow. I know, an audio introduction. Wow. I know. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't help, or I couldn't not do that after keep oh. hearing ASAP over I feel, and over again. I feel I honored. Like, I feel honored. But <laughs> that just means that puts pressure on yourself to get an even better one when you have a steak oh, episode. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope we have a steak episode. I know. You only done one so far. <laughs> it's it's a it's a rarity. You're you're usually the one. I think you've been on most episodes, I think. Yeah, I've you've only, only missed Yeah, you've only missed one. So. Okay, yeah. Amazingly, yeah. I feel like I'm so busy. I don't know how I do this. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I mean, I'm always busy, but I like we said before, I always make time for the game. At least, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here we and we were worried that I wasn't going to be able to make it. I know this episode, but here here we are, the two same, of us. Same here. Yeah. I was like, I took the express lane from work to going <laughs> home today. I was like, ooh, I need to make I need to make it in time while giving myself a little extra time just yeah. in case. So well, I appreciate you, uh, Russian, big time Russian, and I appreciate uh, you uh, being here too. Thank you. All right. Well, you heard Alan Mark, um, A Mark. Um, yeah, that's uh, so. Steven's not here. He is tending to some some family stuff. Not Familial you know, duties. not yeah, not not yeah, not something bad. But you know, it's just uh, he's uh, helping his brother out. So <laughs> we won't te- we won't tell you what he's helping him out with, but just know that he's helping him out, and uh, we wish him. Luck? Or we we can't yeah we wish him luck. <laughs> we can't wait for him to come back. I guess I'm not sure. Well, you'll hear right. him at the, for the game. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. So each week, our musical chefs whip up a brand new set of dishes, some treats to devour in between meals. So we'll let you know all about it in our segment, Chuck and Alan Mark's specials <laughs> of the week, catered <laughs> catered by Stephen. Perfect. So, now, Mark, take it away. All right. I'll start it off. Uh, we'll see if I can <laughs> be as good as Steven with this, but he gave us the notes. So, here we go. So, starting off on uh, Monday, April 12th, we had 
the uh, duo Da Vici come out with a single called Just Hug Me. It's a digital single and it's already topped uh, the Genie Music chart and it got number seven on the Melon Daily chart. Uh, so, you know, Da Vici's really popular. So it's, you know, nice to see them back. And with this, uh, only number seven on the Melon chart because IU had like 11 songs in the top 30. And that's probably because, all from Lilac, and that's probably because the Melon... Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. But also Melon is uh, the official music player for Cacao M. And like I use like Cacao M's like biggest artist. Oh, so yeah. It makes sense. Um, I, I wonder if uh, they this artist got inspiration from that Lonely Island skit when they did Da Vinci, when they were making fun of like letting the bass drop and everything like that. I don't oh, know if you remember, I don't that, remember video. that one. Anyway, that's what this, this that's what this reminds me of. Da <laughs> was Vici. Da, was Da Vinci around since before Lonely Island? They've been around Probably. for a while. Probably. Okay, so Lonely Island did what Lonely Island does best, which is take something <laughs> and do it their way. <laughs> Let's see. They started in 2008. I don't remember when the earliest. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so Da Vinci was the original Da Vinci. Got it, got it. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> and then uh, moving on to Tuesday, uh, April 13th, Kang Daniel came back with a mini album called Yellow with the title track Antidote. Um, Paranoia, which was released in February, is also on this album, a song he came back with earlier. Uh, so this mini album feature has features from Omega Sapien and Wanstein. It's like the third time we've mentioned Wanstein in like the past several uh, Steven specials. Uh, and this is the final installment in his color series following 2020's Cyan and Magenta. So he has a full he has a full printer right out right now. <laughs> oh my god, um, it's, it's this, gonna be expensive. Steven, Steven also wrote, say something about Kislowski. I wish I knew what he meant. Steven is much more cultured than me, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hopefully okay, well, well, we can get well, that context when he's back. Yeah, I hope you remember. I'll, I'll make a note for him to remind us what the Kislowski was. Yeah, what is that? Anyway, oh, I think he's a direct, a film director. He probably also had a color series, maybe. The Three okay. Colors Trilogy. Got it. <laughs> so maybe some inspiration there, but I'm sure Steven can do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then also on Tuesday, Wean of Mamamoo came out with her, uh, I guess is the official solo debut with a mini album called Red with two Ds. Uh, with the title track Watercolor. And there's also an English version of that. So uh, there's features on PH1 and G Soul. And also the lyrics for the track Uhu were inspired by her cat, her sweet little kitty. And yeah, there's also a Netflix doc about the unsolved Boston art heist new album called Red Coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Songs called Watercolor art so maybe i don't know or maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe or she's just a big animal crossing fan oh yeah yeah you're right and art art watercolors red, red art sweet yeah. little kitty even though uh red's a fox so never mind <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what steven was alluding to because red is an art thief or like oh. he sells fakes. Oh, maybe that's where they got it in <laughs> Animal Crossing. Okay. I'm making notes for, for the first time of a 
podcast recording so, for Steven. So <laughs> for I'm going to double check. Any clarification? He's the most cultured he out of the three Red. of us. I know. Seriously. Okay. Uh, finishing off of the final two, uh, we're, final two releases we're pointing out. Uh, <laughs> the Eight, yes. a member of uh, Seventeen, uh, released a single with the title Side by Side. This is the second Seventeen solo release this month following Hoshi's Spider mixtape. Make sure to check out Alan Mark at no. TikTok if you want to go see. No. Um, want to see the correlation between Spider and his last name? Um, oh, but we're this also includes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, nah, I mean, fine. they they know your. <laughs> I mean, if they don't know your last name, by I, now. I, I can be found. That's the thing. yes, yeah. It's very easy to find him. Um, unlike Steve, though. <laughs> One day, Steve will find out His who you really are. His last name is Specials. <laughs> Don't tell them. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> All right. So it's cool because this also includes both a Chinese and Korean version. So that's that's really cool to know and good to know that we're getting more uh, solo releases from uh, Seventeen. And I am so sorry if I mispronounced this. I'm assuming <laughs> it's donkeys, donkeys. I'm gonna go with donkeys because that sounds like it, you know, a play on words. Mm-hmm. Anyway, donkeys, uh, universe, uh, not to be confused with Lunaverse. Mm-hmm. Um, a single album was released. Uh, this is a uh, oh, there was a CD. Oh, so. Obviously, it's available for streaming, but there's actually an exclusive CD-only track called Give You, uh, which is a... Oh, Give You, special thanks to by Jaychan. I don't know what Steven meant by that, <laughs> but we're just going to say that. <laughs> and it's uh, obviously unrelated to the app of the same name. Oh, yeah, the yeah. one where you can interact with the idols and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a funny coincidence for sure. Um, that's kind of cool that there's exclusive physical tracks I nowadays. Know. I mean, we're so used. Usually, it's the other way around, where it's like s- stream exclusive. Um, right. But yeah, physical media. Shout out to people who still buy CDs. Oh God, there's so many people and <laughs> so many K-pop fans do. I know. Um, I definitely like. I know you buy a lot of vinyls, right? So it's been a while. I, mean, I stopped because yeah. it is takes a lot of money. It takes a well, not only money, but a lot space. of space. Yeah, so, yeah. It's always like a like. Where do you put them? Oh, like, man, oh, let me buy some IKEA square shelves yeah. so I can place all of them. In yeah, them. but even K-pop, all these like packages that come out for their um, for their albums, like they they're like legit like books. Bunch of cards mm-hmm. and all that, like the carbon footprint that K-pop actually puts in the world <laughs> because of them producing all this. It's not great. <laughs> I mean, they say print media is dead. I, go to Korea, go to South Korea, and let them prove otherwise. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks for that menu, us um, <laughs> and Stephen for <laughs> home cooked meal. Thanks, home cooked meal, but thanks Stephen for. Uh, Preparing the ingredients for us. So now it's time for our own Encyclopedia Pink to give the rundown on this week's episode. It's mise en place. Stephen left us the mise en place. Is that what that Ooh. is? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the yeah. That's the name of his uh, his girl group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we now 
we now are putting this stuff on plate. Yes. Whatever it is. All right. All right. Now let's get to our episode and the group we're talking about today. So this is really exciting. So uh, today we are covering our actual uh, um, 2020 Rookies of the Year, from judging from our episode. So let's get into it. Stacy stands for Star of a Young Culture. They are a six-member girl group managed by High Up Entertainment. So before I get it with the group, I'm going to make a quick note about High Up because I think it's actually uh, it's, it's important for their story. So High Up is a, a company founded by the production team Black Eyed Pilsung, uh, which consists of Rod, Rado and Choi Q Sung. And they've been known as being one of the most prominent South Korean production and songwriting teams, having made huge hits like uh, for sis stars, such as Touch My Body and I Like That, uh, twice as early stuff like Ooh Ah, Cheer Up, TT, Likey and Fancy, uh, Got Sevens If You Do, which is my personal favorite Got Seven song, uh, Chunga's Roller Coaster Gotta Go, and all of like A Pink's recent stuff as well. So that's like gives a that gives a taste of this is what the kind of music they do and it's some like the biggest k-pop hits that have come out in the last several years and of course they're also writing and producing every single Stacy song as well um, so that's the sort of the the team and the creative team that's going behind this group um, but yeah so Stacy is still a relatively new rookie group uh, debuting in November 12 2020 with the single so bad earning them most first day sales for a girl group debut in 2020, as well as how you can eat golden tongs for best debut of 2020. <laughs> um, yeah, so the group consists of members Sumin, Shiyun, uh, Aiza, Seon, Yoon, and Jay. Uh, so prior to debut, uh, member Shiyun uh, earned fame as an actor signed under JYP Entertainment. In 2018, she actually won the SBS Drama Award for Best Young Actress for her role in the television series Still 17, though she would eventually leave JYPE after they dissolved their JYP Actors Department in uh, the year after in 2019. Uh, other than that, I don't have a lot of pre-debut history for the other members. Um, I mean, both the leader, Sumin, and the member, Seon, were former Play M trainees, and the latter, Seon, was actually part of the pre-debut group called Play M, where uh, the remaining members of that pre like that pre-debut group ended up debuting as weekly. So there's that little connection. Uh, other than that, uh, not much. Isa has a lot of R and B influences. Uh, Yoon is the one you'll see that wears a lot of different wigs in the MVs, and Jay is the rapper slash Machne with this super cool low voice. Um, oh, and since we like lore, I don't know what any of this means, but each member has an assigned specific object. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it means for lore, but Sumin is water, Shion is rock, Aiza is shadow, Seon is light, Yoon is metal, and Jay is wind. Long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Four nations. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I could think of. Or it could be like Captain Planet. Oh. Um, but, uh, all right, continue. Oh, that was it. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like... 
I like when they mix it up with the kind of like the member association thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of uh, material or what kind of elements they're gonna have in their music videos, but that's kind of that's kind of cool. Like the it's more physical as opposed to like fruit or colors. Like there's actual like elemental things to it. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, I'm curious how if they're gonna end up showing any of that in like MVs and stuff. But yeah. There was a crystal ball in the so bad music video. Crystal balls are made out of metal. <laughs> are they? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I was just doing the uh, Jeff Goldblum from mm. Independence Day, um, like just or the you know the six degrees of a Kevin Bacon thing where you can just yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Anyway, I'm really excited to talk about uh, Stacy just because uh, Stacy girls just because <laughs> it's going down. We we didn't get it. Yeah, it's going it's going down. We didn't get a chance to uh, talk about them last year uh, when they released their so bad single. Um, and uh, it's that that was too bad, <laughs> too bad about so sad because we <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> this is why ham can't we just run a muck oh, man we run a chuck um when uh we uh <laughs> when it's just the two of us steven's the one who grounds us he's yeah. the one who just hits the deadpan joke yeah, we're, to, like, we're just tree ham humble us. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's gonna be a thing tree ham like i like uh, the buff, the, our buffet is gonna just come. Like next time we can have like an in-person meeting, they're just gonna come with all sorts of tree ham for oh, us. Please. <laughs> oh man, if you can make tree ham for us, please really send it to us. We'll have a PO box also at some point, mm-hmm. but uh, that's for the future. Anyway, I'm really excited to talk about Stacy because I not only are they like a fantastic, they had a fantastic debut last year. Um, with this album, they are continuing that energy, and um, con- I'm continuing my excitement uh, oh, for yeah. them. And I realized I didn't mention in my bio that they came back for their first comeback on uh, on April eighth with the <laughs> with the single album called Statum, which has the which has the lead single or title track ASAP. <laughs> That's what we're yes. talking about today. Yes, uh, you'll find out more about that about on this on today's episode, <laughs> Stacy Statham. <laughs> um, do you, um, Alan Mark, do you mm-hmm. know the fandom of Stacy? No, did you write that down? I did not, but Stephen did in his notes. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Well, Stephen, thank you for uh, writing them out. But, um, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, the, it's apparently called. Swift, yeah, it's um, it's supposed to be a play on the. I, I looked this up. Mm. It's supposed to be kind of a play on the Korean word for sweet. So uh-huh. I think it's supposed to be like sweet. Um, I don't know if it's Swift, like Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> like if if or you, sweet. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I think it's sweet, like sweet, sweet. But mm. you know, obviously, it's supposed to be like a combination of the just the first letter of Stacy and. The word with, so like uh, with Stacy. So, okay, the, the fans who are with Swift, Taylor Swift. I don't know, uh, but yeah. So apparently, apparently they um, had a thousand entries from fans. Oh so wow! This was the one. This was the one That's that the was, one that went picked. out. Yeah. Nice. So, 
to all the Swits out there, Sweets, mm-hmm. shout out to you. We're about to talk about the very first EP, mini album, single. What, album? what are we calling this? Single, single album? album. Yeah. Well, well, I don't. I wouldn't. Maybe it's an EP, just because Stadium. There's no song called Stadium. That's true. Yeah, I yeah, still so don't understand I, sometimes they, <laughs> how like they end up titling things. I know. And Spotify. So whatever they, call they feel it a like. Single. So it's oh, gonna okay. go with that. Okay, so yeah. their was, second single, I guess. Yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna talk about. There are three new tracks and one remix, which we'll definitely ha- get a chance to talk about. But let's talk about the title lead track ASAP. You may have heard a little bit of it when I introduced Alan Mark. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Let's let's begin our discussion. So, I. I didn't from the album itself, the album cover. I, I kind of took a lot of the direction that was going to be taken with this album, and I was not surprised with the very first track. It was super bubbly and super fun, and a lot of layers. And like you were saying, with um, with just the the works, the work that Black Eyed Pilsung has done, like it's just very apparent that they're incredible masters at producing and this song was so much fun to listen to it it had a lot of elements to it, a lot of layers that we'll get into but right off the bat like having this lead single first track it just it it set the tone and really carried throughout the album just this energy this fun energy and i very much enjoy this song i I very much enjoy this album it it was a very fun album and like it's very obvious that this is going to be I don't know if we made that uh, a Stephen um, uh, declaration, but I, I really think we are going to see so much more from Stacy, like in terms of just popularity. If uh, they're probably already super popular, but mm-hmm. it's just they—they're just really good, and it's this song is very like so bad was very very good, and for me, ASAP is just it—it it, it was. It came out perfectly timed with springtime, and it just created this sort of happy mood. And I was just vibing the whole time when I was listening to it. Um, yeah, and there's definitely a lot of uh, quotes we can pull from the song, especially mm. pulling. Uh, I just, <laughs> I just like saying, "I think, I think I'm really cool." <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just in st- that was stuck in my head, obviously, all along with ASAP. But, yeah. Um, I wonder if they they're gonna have their own ASAP names. ASAP, uh, ASAP oh. Isa, ASAP Suman, ASAP Jake. Like ASAP Rocky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, uh, what were your initial thoughts with ASAP? So I I made a mistake. I listened to So Bad so much in the days leading up to this single album that when I woke up that Thursday morning and played Statum, with the first track ASAP for the first time, I was like, ooh, I don't know if I like this. Oh, I had a very negative reaction. Though it was also like 4.30 in the morning. So, um, and, and the more I kept listening to it, The more I loved it, and now I absolutely yeah. love this song. Oh, okay, good. It's Ooh. so you scared me. That I, for a second. I, I wanted to build up that that tension, Ooh, the suspense. <laughs> but it's like it's such a refreshing song. Like as good as like so bad is, 
that one felt um when they describe it as like a teen crush concept um which like with a bit of edge but this one is more like typical this one feels more like teen crush but in uh like not in the same ways that we're used to with like wearing um like uniforms school uniforms and being like that like it just feels like just a cool bunch of teens doing like really like gen fun, z light yeah gen z like cool music um and yeah it's like i like that it's like more of a mid-tempo song i feel like that brings out like it doesn't feel like it's so much energy and i like that a lot it's like just more laid back but still fun that bubble to it and it's like it's a cute concept but not like relying on like eggyo type of cute too which mm-hmm. i really like um but yeah it's definitely a creeper like i think it's the melody that really like it doesn't have a typical feel of a catchy pop song that we're used to hearing a lot but um i think the instrumental melody really does a lot of the lifting there and like it creeps and it creeps up to you and then all of a sudden you just can't stop saying ASAP and yep. then all that so yeah no it's a it's a great song I think I'll even say I think I like it more than so bad at this point you know what I might have to agree with you wow. I really enjoyed so bad um, but I was getting fatigued with that that um, <clears throat> just that production style like it, it like very much the mm. 80s yeah. like we were, we were listening to a lot of 80s it's very common uh, nowadays yeah, definitely. K-pop. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and so this this was a this almost was like a refreshing change of pace because it reminded me of K- like what I like about K-pop, which is which are these bubbly tracks. Like, but it it didn't it didn't cross into the realm of being super cheesy, like mm-hmm. you were saying, uh, or you know what, what you were alluding to. Like it it's it's very. It's a very just fun track, and it's not trying to be anything more, and it's not trying to like, uh, it's not trying to um, be too in your face with its uh, like bubblegumness. But yeah, I, I would just I would get excited when the the album would just come come around again, and like um, I just yeah, like I said, I was I was vibing vibing on it. Um, mm-hmm. Um, what, what, were there any like standout portions of oh, this song? Oh, yeah, there's, um, I mean, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, I thought that, uh, the poor, the post chorus sequence actually is, I think, my favorite part. Um, the, in, like, the instrumental is so bright and playful. Um, yes. and it's, like, it's so pleasant to listen to. Like, I think time and time again, I always mention how I love like vocal melodic stuff. Um, like choruses that have really cool melodies to it. But this one, like it's the synth melody that I think gets really gets stuck in my head. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, I guess you can't expect any less from Black Eyed Pillsong, but this is like, it just was so, like you mentioned spring. It feels like such a welcome to spring kind of song. Um, so I really like that. And uh, yeah, how about you? How about you? <laughs> Uh well it's it's funny because I'm I'm going through Stephen's notes right now as you were talking and we both pointed out the, an awesome component of the bridge it had the the he he was mentioning the effect on the piano that was playing um mm-hmm. I oh, I yeah. was yeah and I I I also wrote that note I I was uh, uh 
comparing it to like kind of it, it reminds me of like angelic sounds not like um church sounds but like i don't know uh celestial maybe you can say that but mm-hmm. it was it just felt very i don't know if it was like a harpsichord or something like that just just that effect was just so cool mm-hmm. and it just felt light and like very much a change of pace with the song and it just it was just a fun kind of like respite from the energy that the song was creating and so um yeah that's kind of neat that uh Steve and I pointed that out. Um, other That's than that, good. nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we're uh, we're trying to trying to get more uh, knowledge when it comes to the words. Beef up this, that lexicon. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so I the only negative thing I could probably think of for this song was I I was kind of you know I I didn't hate it, but it just did it did feel kind of weird how the song started. It started out with um, a, a much harder tone to it compared to like the way the chorus oh, and the like, rest of the song. That like booming bass sound that comes in at the each measure. Exactly. Because like, because the the intro, it's like, you know, it's it's already hitting you with like the, um, like the kind of staccato-y notes, like mm-hmm. the, you know. Um, and so you're like, my mind is like, okay, cool. We're gonna. This is gonna be a fun track. I'm. I just came back from listening to After School like a hundred times, mm-hmm. and uh, here we go. Here's here's more of that same energy. And then like when it hits that 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 booming bass, it just kind of like you know just took me away for just a little second because I was like, oh okay, I gotta act hard a little bit. Like and then and then and then I can't come into the pre-chorus and I'm like, okay, here's that fun mood. And then when they come back to the second verse. Um, with a, I, I'm assuming it's Suman's rap part. I, I, I don't remember the who the rapper is. The verse starts off with J. J, okay. And then I, I'm assuming Suman. I don't know who's the main rapper of the group. Anyway. Um, and then it comes back with like the, uh, another hard, like the, like the hard rap mm-hmm. uh, section of the song. And then it kind of flips again to like the fun mode. That's, you know, my only critique. Like I would have, I mean, I understand like you want to have different dynamics with the song but i you could have been fine just being incredibly playful mm-hmm. um the entire way through um so yeah I, I found myself really liking the chorus and the pre-chorus and the bridge um but then the verses i wasn't really like they were kind of like just you know pat like bridges not bridge that's a poor term to use they were like kind of i don't know pathways in between the playfulness like just so you can you know, come back and forth mm-hmm. with that feeling. But I, yeah, that's I actually kind of liked that, uh, like the bass they chose there, because it added depth to a song where everything else feels very high up in, in ranges. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like if they didn't have that, the song would have felt too like right. high level for me. Um, I don't know. So that didn't bother me so much. But <clears throat> I think also, like, but I did find another weird juxtaposition between the verses and the choruses. Um, as well as like the post chorus and all that, because um, I was curious why the like this melody it's not doesn't sound like a typical catchy melody, but it like there's something to it that sounded different and made me want to listen to it more. And like okay, so I actually like kind of like try to do some music theory research on this, and I know we're not react to the K, and that's what they're all about. But I tried my best. But so. I was like, oh, okay, this song is in F major. 
uh, when I, I figured out from the verse. But then when I got to the choruses, I was like, wait, why does this sound different? Or like they switched the root chord to the D minor. And then it's like, oh, did they switch it to the relative minor? So that's where I'm like, I can't, I don't know what <laughs> key this song is in yet because the verses are in major, but the chorus is in minor. And like, I feel like that sort of like push and pull was like, I don't know. It was really interesting. And I feel like it works really well because it adds this sort of like, I don't know if it's tension, but like uh, almost feels like a sense of like urgency because it's like, oh, you know, want to get this person, meet this person ASAP. That is like, you know, your ideal typical or ideal person, I guess. So mm. I don't know. It, it was an interesting thing that I found because I thought the the melody was and the chorus was so like interesting, but like what? Well, trying to figure out why does it sound so different and that might be why hmm. i'm looking at steven's notes he didn't point it out so uh well uh maybe if we bring it up to steven he'll have like the more yeah detailed explanation of what's going on inside your brain <laughs> yeah hopefully um, he has something i know um yeah i i don't think steven has anything else to say he did mention that this song feels like a mix of eyes one and weekly's youthfulness so that i think that Mm -hmm. he was thinking specifically of uh panorama and airplane for Eyes one so i think i think i think that's a good way to describe it um oh because it's not yeah for me actually i got like i got pulls of like sort of gen 2 like k-pop actually like the my mind immediately went to um uh, like if A Pink did like their own version of like Jong Hyun's "She Is" like song "She Is" because mm-hmm. it has that kind of vibe together, but it also I kept thinking of Wonder Girls's uh, "So Hot" as well when I mm-hmm. was hearing this song too. I feel like it has that same kind of vibe, so I feel like it had like those Gen Two elements to it too that made it, make it so catchy. I wonder if this is like what Bruno Mars does when he goes back to like um, his retro songs, his retro funk, and everything like that. Mm -hmm. This is what this is what it's like when you go back to Gen Two, and then you bring those elements and you 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 make it familiar, but you still make it modern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like using these new textures that are Mm -hmm. more common now, but like it still has the feel of like the old generation. Exactly. you want to talk about the music video? Yeah. Well, I have one more okay. note, just a lyrical note. <laughs> so yeah. K-pop is the only time I ever hear the word decalcomini used. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> decalcomini. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just a French term for like this art style where it's like you create a, a pattern from like a, a piece of paper over a, a template and then it creates like a mirrored image. And then Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So like a, a Rorschach? Kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but K-pop is the only time I've ever heard that song used. It was like four, four or five K-pop songs I could think of that used the word decalcomini in the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Including Mamamoo's decalcomini. They actually titled the song that. So. <laughs> okay, well, I think we need to... Maybe we need to do a special on that. I'm not all songs called decalcomini. The, yeah, the deep... Yeah, a deep dive into the... The fascination with that word. Yeah. 
Um, okay, let's move on to the music video, which I, I, um, I thought it was fun. It, it was, mm-hmm. it was. I, I we a lot of times we find ourselves thinking of what the music video could be like when we listen to these songs. This is another one of those examples where the music video was exactly what I was thinking this music video right. should be. It's a lot of pastels, a lot of bright colors, a lot mm-hmm. of just fun. Um, oversized novelty versions of things. Mm-hmm. There's a giant vending machine or a giant crane game. Sorry. Um, yeah. What else is there? There's there a just... lot of pink, so you know I enjoyed that. Yes. Jay's yeah, hair was yeah. pink, so that was cool. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. It was just it was it. That's like it's spring. Like it, again, it's springtime, so a lot of pastels mm-hmm. and like that's completely the color scheme that I my mind and personalities in right now so yeah. it's just great to see that it was just so much pop so yeah. much it's like um, a lot of pop art influence too like a lot mm-hmm. of comic book kind of imagery you don't see a lot like uh don't like it it reminded me of like it sees icy which came out a couple years ago as well um and like i think if you're to sort of compare Stacy to any other like girl group that's around today it'd probably be itsy just because like they have that confidence and sort of like pop art style they have. Um, but I mean, still, they're still Stacy and feels very different regardless. But um, just visually, it reminded me of, of Icy specifically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to remember their outfits. There, there wasn't really anything standout-ish, but I just, it was just fun. They were... They were they were they were wearing very uh, obviously youthful clothing, um, mm-hmm. but um, at the same time, very like I noticed a lot of different textures and layers and colors uh, with each of their outfits. So that was really cool. And um, I don't know, it just there was like a glow to it. Just felt so clear because we're, we're we're so used to seeing very moody and dark, like mm-hmm. definitely coming out of you know. Uh, fall and winter like yeah. just to come into spring like it's it's almost like there's a, a rejuvenated like sense of energy with music yeah, videos all sure. of a sudden where everyone is just like feeling hopeful and excited <laughs> and just like all right we don't have to, we no longer have to make songs about how we feel <laughs> during the pandemic yeah. and it's just it's just it's just so nice it just makes you feel happy and it, it the music video was such a great compliment to the song. Yeah. Uh, we rarely get a chance to do this, but it's. It, it, I I don't want to like you know. You know, put put a new, recently debuted group to such high standards, but when you're coming out of the gate with such great music, a part of me has a expectation for you to complete all the other components of being like a um, a mega idol group. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how you felt about the choreo of this song. Because we don't, it, it's it's rare that, uh, at least with all the music videos that we've watched recently, there hasn't really been too many dance breaks, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, dance That's portions. True. And so like this one was very apparent. Like this is the choreo part of the song, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to know your opinion on um, what you thought about the moves and just basically uh, Stacy's, you know, dancing abilities. Yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah, it was hard to like. I think, especially since Gen Four is known for like being very intricate with their choreography, 
this actually feels a lot more simple and mm-hmm. I don't know if easier is the right like word I want to use, but it is a bit like I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say easier. It is a bit easier to follow actually, which again evokes back to the Gen two uh, feelings and vibes that I mentioned earlier because I feel like earlier in K-pop. Like choreography was easier to follow, so that uh, fans can follow it a bit easier. Um, I mean, I feel like fans have, are starting to catch up to how intricate uh, choreography is now. But I think it was sort of a nice change of pace to having simpler choreography, especially with a song like this that I mentioned is like mid tempo, um, like not super, like I know it's not bombastic like we've seen a lot. So um, that was. Like it was refreshing. Again, I would say refreshing is a good word for it. Yeah, I I thought the same thing. It was it was it was refreshing. Is uh, definitely my nice way of putting it. <laughs> um, because I it was just so nice to see choreo, like very explicit choreo mm-hmm. for the music video, and it was just it wasn't the most intricate, but it also. You know, it, it was a little bit complicated. Like there were a little, there were more elements to it. It wasn't just like all hand uh, motions. Right. Like there was actual. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> the thing that I started laughing at was the fact that the choreo starts with just them doing angled punches. Oh, oh, that's that's my favorite part of the choreo. <laughs> yeah, actually. I know. But I know. Mentioning Gen Two because that specifically reminded me of shout out to my early favorite girl group, Miss A. They have a song mm. called Breathe and their music video. Like part of their dance is doing like almost the exact same thing. So I was like, oh, I, would, I don't know if this is a call. That must have it, been, but... a, yeah, that must have been a call. Yeah. A, a homage or something like that. Or maybe they're big uh, uh, sing, uh, single ladies uh, fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was really, I thought that was really cute just to see the punching. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, because they were like staggered in a diagonal yeah. and then all punching on in a diagonal so it was kind of fun um and then it was like also uh cool to see the uh the little like hip like butt yeah. bump things like just just very very easy very simple choreo very um i i wrote the word accessible um just because it's it it caters to any it's it still looks good and caters to any mm-hmm. like skill level um but steven actually pointed out the fact that when he, because he watched the dance practice video, mm-hmm. and he was mentioning how the choreo is actually more complex than the music video leads yeah. to believe. Um, but the he, stuff in the verses and stuff. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're the I know. vocal parts. Um, but yeah, he also thought it was refreshing to just see, you know, very, very like mimicable dance moves, and uh, it's almost like because it's not, it doesn't look like. What the dance was we've been seeing, it's it's almost um, it leaves a last like a more long a longer impression on, mm-hmm. in my mind at least and like like I said the punching it's like I just like have that ingrained in my head now and especially with the hip bumps um, yeah oh uh, um, also one note I thought some of the choreography was also pretty clever because I mentioned uh, in the chorus is when they sing decalcomeni and mm-hmm. when they do that line in the song. Um, they have like half the group facing forward on the left side and half the group facing backward on the right side as if they were like mirroring each other, which is sort of what the Calcomini is, like a mirror image. So I mm. thought that was like a nice clever um, choreography point there. I love it. Okay, well... Uh, oh, but Stephen yeah, did uh, mention for the yes, music video... Yes, it. 
Uh, it could have used more laser cats, TBH. So I agree. More laser I cats, Stacy. We we need more laser cats. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need any more advice on how many laser cats, you can email Stephen. Yes. Hollykidding at gmail.com. So yes. He could he definitely. could give you a good approximation of what would make the perfect amount of laser cats in a music video. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Cool. You want to talk about one more song before we uh, head to break? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. A <laughs> Oh, I do love. Sorry, I forgot to mention. I did have this note. I do love the the vocal direction of how they sing a sap. And Stephen mentioned it too. How they emphasize the sap of ASAP. Um, yeah, I think Stephen says it's an octave jump. I think it's only a fifth. It goes from the D to the A. But I think that's oh, like a shots nice fired. List. Oh my god! Sorry, are you, Steven. Are you sure you want to start this uh, beef? <laughs> I, I like legit pulled out like an online piano, so I could tell. Like, what is the? What are these notes? But um, but yeah, real I like, Charlie Puth up in here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I just like how it sounds, how they sing it. It has like a fun bit of attitude to it. That's just like so like playful. So yeah, yeah, definitely has some like stank to it too. Mm-hmm. Like it just makes you want to go. Ooh, it's like a. That feeling. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. So let's talk about So What. Second mm-hmm. track of the uh, mini, the micro EP. Yeah. Um, the single. Um, yeah. I, okay, let's see. I'm, I'm looking over my notes. I'm trying to remember uh, what I specifically <laughs> wanted to call out. At the very beginning, I, I don't know who's singing. I apologize, Stacy. Um, but whoever's singing oh, is doing a really good, like Rihanna impression to Ooh. me. Um, with the yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That, that, part. that part of the mm-hmm. yeah. Just it, I don't know. I can't remember which Rihanna song I'm thinking of, but uh, or uh, that re- it reminds me of. But but yeah, I don't know. It just sounded like Rihanna to me, and, uh, especially with the um, kind of like the guitar. Um, it kind of sounded like we're gonna have some, like like an island song come out of nowhere, but obviously that's not what the song, <laughs> song yeah. is. But that's just what I wanted to point out with this mm-hmm. um, with this song. But um, yeah, in general, this was again another great layered song for me. Mm-hmm. Like it just there was a lot of elements to pick up. Every this whole album, the more I would listen to the songs, the more components i would pick out and mm-hmm. it was just so good i yeah. i um I, I i very much love the instruments that they used in this song um and then um the another quote that i'm just like uh because coming from asap they went like asap and mm-hmm. then they go ooh or something for this one the the quote that just was stuck in my head was like the the just like sunday morning quote and like mm-hmm. i I very much latched onto that, um, <laughs> like the whole, the whole ride through, and it just that that feeling of a Sunday morning, just like relaxed early. It's just like yeah. happy spring. Well, uh, yeah. again, it was just it continuing that trend for me, yeah. and it was, well, it was really nice. Speaking of the lyrics, this is actually I love it because this is shout out to this being sort of a k-pop depression anthem because <laughs> i looked at the lyrics via genius oh, no. and it's like all about sort of like um like some of the lyrics i pointed out in the verse thinking too much makes my body heavy in that case empty your thoughts so what 
And then the the second verse goes, or actually that was the chorus. The second verse goes, "You can sleep late. Not washing up isn't so bad. Don't worry if you've gained a little weight. Weight is just a number." And then following that up with the plan words with the wait, 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 wait. But it's like this song's pretty much like about like it's it feels so light and bouncy, and but it's all really about like it's okay to not feel okay sometimes, but it'll pass as long as you sort of um, you know. Put in oh, some, hence put the in, so what? Yeah, it's like so what? Mm, you know, got it. You'll get over it. Things Shake will get up. better. Yeah. Um, and it's like the song's basically me, so that's why I love it. <laughs> it's like that's basically how this brain works. So. <laughs> um, we just found your answer. And exactly. Yeah. So what? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I like that you mentioned the arrangement, like at least the instrumentations, because. Like yeah, they're like sneaky, good, like intricate arrangements that um, all of these songs are. But this one especially, uh, I like the light and bouncy uh, synth that goes on throughout the song because it's yeah. Uh, I was I was pointing good. out I was thinking like chip tune with uh, yeah. I don't know if you're that's what you were thinking of, but no, yeah, I, it, it had it had a very chip tuney um, like um, um, oh god, I forget the term when you do that in music. Uh, anyway. It, it had that kind of like distortion to it. Yeah, no, I yeah, I really put that cool. note too. Like, even though the song's percussion and the pre-chorus starts to give it that island feel a little bit, like you mentioned, Rihanna <laughs> might be a little bit of that. But then they mm-hmm. don't like really drive into it, and I feel like that would have made it like a bit cheesy and made it more like yeah, video game like chip tune sixteen bit feel ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it specifically reminded me of this note that is really just for me and me alone. <laughs> It feels like Final Fantasy IX's song Over the Hill, which is the song that plays when you're traveling by foot through the world map. <laughs> it's like that song, but with a trap beat. <laughs> yes. Shout out to our friend Mark, who does not think Nine is as good as Final Fantasy VIII for some reason. Nine's just my personal favorite. I might be Nine the Nine is one. my personal oh, favorite also. Okay, yes. perfect. I, over seven. Yeah. I because only because I have more nostalgia with nine, and it's Same. just I, the, the characters of nine are way better. Yeah. It's just the, the the world feels better. I okay, still haven't anyway. finished eight. <laughs> That's okay, me neither. I haven't started eight. I've started eight like multiple times, yeah. but, but played, uh, we'll talk more. Yeah, I played okay. nine so many times though. Yes, <laughs> That's why this song yes. is ingrained in my head. I, I played nine on so many platforms: mm-hmm. PC, uh, PlayStation, obviously, yeah. but phone, Switch, oh, yeah. everything, everything. So. Um, we'll we'll talk more about that in our uh, sub sub podcast hall you can game so <laughs> or maybe we'll, we'll do some uh, I wonder if there's like Korean video games we can stream on Twitch I'll look into it Starcraft okay so yeah <laughs> right, just Starcraft yeah. and uh, Maple Story is that a oh, yeah. Game? yeah yeah let's um, do Maple Story it's free to play yeah um, oh Ragnarok was also Korean. oh yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Um, anyway, sorry, sorry, everyone. Sorry. I so, have, uh, yeah. so, oh, I do uh, have more we're notes find on out. music, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. it, do it. Yeah. Uh, so, go ahead. Um, I like the bridge though when there's that guitar. Um, yeah. I thought that was really nice, like a nice texture change from the very electronic, like chip tuny sound that you mentioned, with more like a clean guitar sound. But and then specifically reminded me, like this song just took me back to like the late 90s, early 2000s for some reason when I was playing Final Fantasy IX and listening to this band because the guitar reminded me of a specific J-Rock or Japanese band song, Dragon Ash's Life Goes On. 
Like the intro of Life Goes On reminds me of how the guitar was played in this song. So, uh, and it's like vibe wise, it's like sort of the same things. Like Life Goes On, so what? Like we'll move on, we'll keep continuing going on. So that was that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Steven also pointed out um, that he really liked that guitar on the bridge too. And um, oh yeah, he really enjoyed the lines. Uh, I think we need to just take it slow. Yeah, um, it was a good. I like that. It's a really nice bridge. It was breaking because it kind of just stripped. It, it, mm-hmm. it gave you like the whole song was just layer upon layer upon layer, and then it just kind of just stripped it, and then just. Yeah, did a great clean distorted guitar, yeah. and um, then leading to the outro choruses as well was really nice. Especially, I mean, Stephen mentioned the vocals as well because they added a lot more vocal layering with ad libs over it. He he asked specifically, "Who is that?" So I, I was I uh, they did a per, uh, performance stage of it. So the runs in the first chorus they do is uh, Shion, and then the high sustained note was Yoon. So. There you go, Steven. I hope you're listening to this episode. I know it took you a while to listen to all of Shiny's, the Shiny episode. But <laughs> at least if you made it this far, there's your answer. So I, I need to know quickly the backstory for Black Eyed Pilsung. Are they like big Black Eyed Pe- Peas fans? That's my guess. Because <laughs> I went on Wikipedia and I went to their Wikipedia page and somebody had to point out not to be confused with the hip hop group Black, Black Eyed, Eyed Peas. And hip-hop is a, it's a stretch. She can say they're a hip-hop group. I, well, now they're a hip-hop group. Well, they Before they were a pop group. But they started off as a hip-hop group. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that, that's what they were alluding to. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, it's just kind of funny. I wonder, um, yeah, this is like, this This is like the Will, is the Black Eyed Pilsung, the producers, are they like the Will I Am? So I guess uh, so. I don't know. Um, it's hard to, yeah, because they both worked with like, Shin Sendong Tiger before this, and he's like also another very prominent K-pop like songwriter producer. And I guess they're just like, oh, we both worked with the same dude making all these big hits. Let's work together. Yeah. Mm, okay. Maybe they're the uh, the the Pharrell and Chad. Oh, the of, Neptunes of K. The Neptunes of K-pop. Well, maybe I don't know. Okay, uh, we're, we're, we're making a lot I'm of I'm trying to figure they should have called themselves the Neptilsungs. Nep I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does Pilsung mean anyway? I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll look it up later. Yep. We'll ask Steven. Okay, cool. So luckily for this really short album, we are an hour into our recording. Perfect. And we're still going to be two hours. The <laughs> Chungha, or, sorry. <laughs> the Chungha album was like 35,000 tracks and we fit that in two hours. This is only three new songs and we are doing really great at <laughs> really extending our time. Of course, so the two of us will find a way to fit four songs we, in two hours. We just love talking to each other. So this is a great this is a great time. We're just mainly just uh, hanging out at this point. Yeah. Okay. So we're about an hour in. So let's take a fun break. To uh, talk about one, the final song. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the remix also, but mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll we'll play a game brought to you by me, and we'll also finish the rest of this album. So stick around, stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you on the B side.
Okay, welcome back to the B-side. And we have a nice surprise for you. I know for the first part of this episode, you were just listening to Ham. But we got the full squad in for the game, as per usual. We gotta, we always make time for the game. The other portions of the episode doesn't matter. It's all about the game every single week. And this week is this week's game is brought to you by me. And so, if Stephen likes to play the musical games and Alamark likes to do the food and drink, I love to do general trivia knowledge and i'm going to be testing both of y'all's group knowledge and um i'm going to start by presenting the slideshow that i have presented for all of you group knowledge okay here we go how you can eat game 21 as soon as possible by me chuck jose okay here we go <clears throat> oh, by the way, Stephen, how are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm good. Yeah, hello. Hello, listeners. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Glad to... Hopefully we can talk a little more about uh, more Polish film directors. And, uh, yeah, let's get this game going. <laughs> we, we were so confused with that note. We had no idea how to tie it in, but... Uh, <laughs> But now it makes so much we, more sense. We tried our best. I, I was looking it up. There was like a, it was like a, a Polish author or director, athlete, film director. I don't know. <laughs> director yeah, it was. Uh, like There's a lot of people with that last name. <laughs> yeah. Think. Okay, um, yeah. so, Paul, you can eat game number twenty-one as soon as possible by me. All right. So, whenever a new year begins. Fans are always looking for which idol slash group will have their debut first. So because of this, studios and labels are always trying to release their artists as soon as possible. That's right. What does that mean? ASAP. Your objective. I will give you both the same years... You will have to write down oh. which group debuted first that Ooh. year. Okay, okay. Alright. Oh, which group debuted? Okay, okay, let's see. For example, which group first <laughs> debuted in 1992? Was it <laughs> one, Seotachi and the Boys? Two, oh, you get the, you get the mm. gist. Mm, okay. I will give you seven op- I will give you seven groups. Oh, by the way. wait, seven per year? per year? Per year. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, if if you were wondering, the answer was um, number three. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you guys 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 got that right. So, um, scoring wise, I told you this is going to be a very hard game. So, if you get the right answer. You, it, it's going to be a point system. It's not going to be whoever, mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you get it right, you know. So it's going to be a point system. Only one, one person out of the two of you will get a point for that round. So if you get the answer, oh shoot, what if you both, okay, if you both get the answer, you both get two points. But if neither of you get it right, whoever's the closest. Mm. Based on the, their group's debut year or debut date, okay, we'll get one point. 
Okay. So, um, there's seven groups per year, and there are ten years, <laughs> and there's a tiebreaker. So both wow. of you will answer the tiebreaker, um, and then we'll we'll go from there. Steven, okay. we have to tie. Yeah, we get so much. Yeah, zero the out of zero. <laughs> so zero out of ten. I hope you guys don't tie. Zero out of zero. Okay. Oh wait, did you guys think that was going to be it? That that was going to be the only challenge for this game? Nah. Yes. I almost forgot. You will only have oh. 10 seconds to answer for a year because you need to answer as soon as possible. Okay. All right. Oh, so right, just write it down. Fast? Okay. <laughs> I, I I'll read it and hopefully by me reading it that'll be 10 mm-hmm. seconds. So. Okay. Let's play as soon as possible. We're gonna start with the. We're gonna start with 2019 and work our way back. So. Just to give you guys an idea. Okay, here we go. 2019. Which group first debuted in 2019? Donkeys? CIX? Oh wait, why did I put donkeys? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't donkeys... Oh no, they... I think that earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well... well, Donkeys is obviously not the answer. So CIX, TXT... Itzy, oh, Super M, Cherry Bullet, or Purple Beck. Oh, man. Okay. Man, I only did. Give you guys five seconds. I've only done one bio five, on these. Four, <laughs> three, oh, wow. Yeah. Two, one. Okay. Oh, boy. Which group first debuted in 2018? <sighs> Luna, Idol, oh. Stray Kids, Entic? I'm going to go with Entic. Uh, from oh, I always, promise, I, I always promise, forgot promise, a, yeah, it's promise, yeah, that's promise. what I thought. Like, promise, eighties <clears throat> or get well soon? Is that right? <laughs> that correct? G W S N. Girls in the park. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Which group first debuted in twenty seventeen? MVP. Dreamcatcher, Christine, Wecky Mecky, oh Ace, Golden Child, or The Boys? Oh my god. Oh man. All right. Moving on to 2016. Oh, this is a complete guess. Oh my god. Yeah. Astro, Cosmic Girls, K&K, Matilda, NCT, Blackpink, or Pentagon? Oh, man. Okay, no, that one's later. That one was just recently. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> All right, moving okay. on to 2015. <laughs> that must be an earlier one. Oh, no. Which group first debuted in 2015? Monster X... 17, <clears throat> Icon, Twice, CLC, G Friend, or Day Six? <laughs> Listeners, if you, you guys can't see both of them right now, uh, but they both have their heads <laughs> or their hands on their heads. 
in a complete pain. Oh, no. All right. Oh, no. Moving on to 2014. Halfway. I have no... <laughs> Which group first debuted in 2014? Was it Winner, Mama Moo, wow. Red Velvet, Got7, Akmu, Kiss and Cry, or Lip Service? I really hope it's not one of the last two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, giving them some time, being a little bit oh. with this 10 second rule. What is it? Okay, oh, just no. first guess, answer as soon as possible. Oh, no. Okay, moving on to 2013. Oh, Which group first debuted in 2013? Was it BTS, Ladies' Code, oh. Boys' Republic, Global Icon, What's Up? <laughs> Two eyes or speed? Wow. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, when did I? Because I remember ladies' codes, didn't you? I just don't want to. Oh, I love this game already. Oh, I'm gonna to... I don't know. I can't bring this back. We can't. I don't know. Deb <laughs> no who debuted second? <laughs> or last? Yeah, last. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. Moving on to 2012. Oh, what oh, a year. What EXID. A... Oh, what a year. Spica, yeah. Wow. PTOB, newest AOA, EXO, or Crayon Pop. I know, right? Wow. It was fun going through all the the rookies of each year. Oh wow, this was <clears throat> such a good year. Yeah, that's a really good year. I was like, 2015 was good, and but then this one's like, oh, mm -hmm. people. Well, I, like, I, I think, I think okay. everyone's still around. Let's keep talking. Stall, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> stall, stall. Oh my god! Girl, yeah, who's that girl? Um, all right. We, Moving on to 2011. Oh, no. Which group first debuted in 2011? Was it Block B, A Pink, Rania, Rania, mm -hmm. Rania, Piggy Dolls, Chi Chi, Boyfriend, or Stellar? Extra points if you know even more than half of these people. <laughs> One, two, uh, what, how about if I get the day? <laughs> <laughs> the day of the week okay. the day and yeah 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 okay. the, the, cool. the, the, the moon the, yeah. the way the, the moon was yeah yeah waxing it was gibbets. a waxing gibbets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I almost went waiting oh, I almost you went win. waiting you win the game <laughs> oh boy okay I'm um, skipping 2010 because I wanted to go to tw 2009 <clears throat> so skip 2010? Sorry, sorry to our 2010 people but we're going to go straight to 2009. So, moving on. Which group oh first debuted God. in 2009? Was it 4 Minutes? It's... FX? <laughs> Secret? It's a trick question. I always, for I always forgot forget how to pronounce this. <laughs> beast? <laughs> Best? It's beast. 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 That's what it is. 21... December, December. <laughs> or Rainbow. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Genuinely, no idea. 
debuted in 2009? Steven's uh, like, I regret saying yes to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that's the last one of the years. So I'm going to give you your tiebreaker. So you guys just answer it. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. I don't like Which this Which group... Here's the tiebreaker. Which group first debuted in 2007? Was it Wonder Girls or Girls' Generation? Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. I'll give you guys more than 10 seconds to come up with this play prepare. That's... This is all I need to know. Uh. Oh, man. Okay, who did it first? Oh. Oh, wait. When was... Okay. They, uh, if they talk to each other, they probably should be here. <laughs> I did. Oh, I I mentioned it in Sun Mi's bio. What? When? When was it? <laughs> okay. Oh, All man. right. I'm just gonna go ahead and add, just go get best uh... guess. Fifty fifty here. Yeah. Okay. I'm just. Oh, okay. Fifty. Okay. 50. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So oh, this is bad. Go ahead and send me <laughs> your Sun Mi. Results uh, via chat. Oh boy! And then I Send will tally everyone. everything. Up. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine too. So I've tallied up the points, um, and we have a clear winner. We did not need the tiebreaker, so I'm going to run through it real quick with these guys, so mm -hmm. they can kind of see their results in in live. You mean our failures? Wow. Okay, here we go. All right, results. So we're starting with 2019, and the group that debuted first was actually Cherry uh, Bullet oh, in January 21st, January. 2019. Ah. <laughs> Steven guessed TXT, and Alan Mark guessed Itzy, and he was the closest, so he gets oh. one point. I knew Itzy was super early in the year. <clears throat> just, uh, January. <sighs> All right, moving on to 2018. Our debut, first debut, came from Promise. Promise 9, January 24, oh, 2018. No. <laughs> Steven <laughs> guessed Idol, May 2nd, and Alamark mm. guessed Stray Kids, March 25th. Oh, wait, so, so he, gets, he gets the point. Oh, yeah, oh he's guessing it. earlier. I forgot AT's yep. debut on my birthday. <laughs> he gets. Uh, I forgot I mentioned Okay, moving on to 2017. Oh, oh, wait, I got two. I got um, two. <laughs> 2017, the group that debuted first was Dreamcatcher, ah. January 13th, 2017. That's when Chase Me was? Steven guessed Pristine, March 21st, and Alan Mark guessed Ace, oh, May 23rd. Man. So Steven gets the point. Oh, Steven yes. has one, Alan Mark has two. <clears throat> okay, moving on to 2016. The group that debuted first was actually Astro, oh. February 23rd, 2016. Wow. Wow. Steven guessed K and K, and Alan Mark guessed NCT. <laughs> so Steven gets the point. They're so close to each other. The the first three. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so now we're tied two two. Okay, here we go. Nice. I knew NCTs were super go, recent. Why did I choose them? Oh. <laughs> okay. Moving on to 2015, the group that debuted first was. 
G-Friend. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> Steven Guest Icon wow. and Alan Mark Guest G-Friend. That is the year. Oh, that no. is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Alan Mark got. He is the one who got one right. Oh, man. So, Steven, that oh, must have been So rough. that gives Alan Mark two, two points. That two must points. have been rough to hear. Wait, was that yeah. there? Oh, no. Was it rough or glass bead? Never mind. <laughs> Oh, so now we are two points to Steven, four points to Alan oh, Mark. No, Steven's got some catching up to do. Here we go. Okay. Moving on to 2014, the actual first debut came from GOT7, January 16, oh, 2014. Oh, Steven Guess, winner, <laughs> August 17, and Alan Mark naturally guessed Red Velvet, August 1st. Oh. Unfortunately, Steven was not the winner oh, for this man. year. It Do you know why I picked winner? <laughs> because I thought that I would be the winner for the question. <laughs> <laughs> I almost changed my answer to God 7. But then I scratched it out. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright. Moving on to 2013. The correct answer was actually speed. Wow. January 15, 2013. <clears throat> Steven guessed Two Eyes, which is mm. June 20th, and Alan Mark guessed Two Eyes also. <laughs> June 20th. So you both got one point for that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's the All right. So we are oh. at three points for Steven, six points for Alan Mark. Oh. I think you can kind of see where this is going now oh, that no, you know so there's sorry. only one correct answer. So 2012, let's finish it off. 2012. The group that debuted first was actually Speaker. Oh man! February 9th, twenty twelve. Stephen guessed B two B, and Alan Mark guessed newest. All right, twenty eleven. <laughs> the group that first debuted was Biggie Dogs. <laughs> oh, man, January fifth, <laughs> January fifth, twenty eleven. Stephen guessed Chichi, which is Mar- March eighteenth. <laughs> And Alan Mark guest stellar, which is actually August twenty eighth. Okay. Oh, what a month! Okay, moving on April to two thousand. Black B, A Pink, and Radio all in there. All right, moving on to two thousand nine. The group that debuted oh. first out of wow. all of these was oh, twenty one wow. in May seventeenth, wow. two thousand nine. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, Stephen guest secret, who uh, debuted in October thirteenth. And Alan Mark guessed Rainbow, November 14th. And <laughs> oddly enough, December debuted October 27th. So that was kind of weird. I don't know why they did that. Oh, well. Okay. So I tallied it up. And unfortunately, Steven, you are not the, the Mama uh, Moo for this uh, game. You are... You got beasted by Alan Mark, who got seven points. I'm so sorry, Stephen. I'm so All sorry. Right. And just just for those who are curious, for our tiebreaker, the group that actually debuted first was drumroll, please, Wonder Girls. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I forget what days, but uh, <clears throat> uh, I think Wonder Girls was in the beginning, first half of the year. And then Girls' Generation, six, five to six months late. Thank you guys for playing. Oh, man. Alan Mark wow. wins yet again with some lucky guesses. Who knows if he was just choosing his biases, but 
that actually favored him in this in this round. Wow. So yeah. Wow. That, that's a hard <laughs> game. That's a hard. I don't, that's <laughs> that was fun though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the game we can only play once unless we alter the uh, yeah, criteria. We can. Just keep going back. Yeah. Which group debuted third? All right. Well, Steven, it was a pleasure having you for uh, the game. Um, we we promised we did not do any slander yes. for the okay. rest of the episode. Yes. And, we, we've, and if you wrote anything down, more than likely we said it all. Okay. So, but yeah, for, for so, the uh, record, let me just say I like... Stacy, so I have positive <laughs> st- thoughts about them. I like them. Okay, so yeah, I know you can edit this, but uh, I will not be silenced <laughs> about. I was gonna my, say, uh, like, you, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, pretty sure I can just uh, take words from your. Uh, <laughs> I can just manipulate the words to make you say yeah. different sentences. But, I do not yeah. like Stacy. <laughs> I was like, I do not like Polish directors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like, whoa, oh boy, <laughs> whoa, callback. Okay, well, yeah, thanks again, Stephen. Yeah, um, sure. we shall talk more later in next week's episode. Yeah, all right, all See right. You. Throwing it to me in the past to continue our episode. Yay. All right. So thanks for checking out the game portion of this episode. Alamark and I are recording the actual episode before we play the game. Uh, as you probably heard in the episode, Steven was busy today. So we're going to try and catch him. Or we tried to catch him the following day. So I'm going to splice that in. So we have no idea who won. I hope um, he won. But it's it's definitely me because I'm the one hosting this week. So I, I'm just going to rig the game to make it so that Alan, Mark, and Steven both lose Perfect. and I win. So I, we're just going to assume that I won. Okay, cool. So let's talk about the third new song on this album, Love Fool. And it was such a great way to come out of the B-side of uh, this album just uh, because it it showed with the first two being so uh, lively and playful this one was more subdued and relaxing mm-hmm. and it, it showed almost a sweeter side to Stacy because if so bad showed like their um, their pop idol capabilities and then ASAP and so what showed their uh, range to kind of do um, to kind of do more gen gen 2 gen 3 type songs this this song kind of um, allowed them to kind of just strip things back and then just just have a more sweeter sound to mm-hmm. it and I I, I also I, I, if you can't tell I very much enjoy this album and this song included was very nice to hear and even it, they didn't Need, even with some of the elements, it was just it, it, it kind of created like this really calming sensation when I was listening to it. Like I just wanted to float away in a cloud or something like that. Um, yeah, I the, the I have a specific note about the bridge that I can't wait to talk. Oh, about. Oh no, I mean, yeah, me too. But. Okay, good. Okay, as because if you because I don't think St- I'm reading Stephen's notes. He, he didn't a, point it out. He has and a, a note you, about the bridge. Uh, it's probably not the same one, but. 
And uh, if you and I point out the same note, that's I how I know you. You and I are like this. Oh, we'll I'm see. doing a finger heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing a finger heart for our uh, our listeners, and hopefully we'll we'll do more live recordings of our our podcasts because that'll be kind of fun to do. Um, anyway, so Almark, what are you? Uh, what? Are, how did you feel when you were listening to Loveful? Uh, it, what this song I think is the one that immediately got my attention and really liked it from the beginning when I first heard this album. Um, like, it has sort of almost dream poppy vibes, but, like, I like the sound a lot, like the guitar they use. For, to me, it sounded like if, like, Best Coast didn't record on cassette tapes. <laughs> I don't know if they actually <laughs> okay. do or not, but it's, like, just <laughs> not as lo-fi. Um, but then also gives, like, Katy Perry's, like, teenage dream kind of vibes, too. So it's, like, it's it feels beachy and, like, also, or like driving in a convertible along Highway One. Perfect. That's yes, what I, exactly. That's what it feels like. I could imagine Highway One video. for our listeners oh, is yeah. a California high, highway that runs along the coast, the Great mm-hmm. Coast of uh, the West Coast. So, just if you're uh, wondering what Highway One is, yep. Yeah, and then uh, adding to that, Stephen also noted with the guitar, like the song titled "Jangly Guitar," chorus melody gave him like a '90s alt rock vibe. Like the Cardigans and the Sundays, uh, though he could only name one song by each band. So, um, I can't name any songs by. I know the bands, but I don't know the songs. I know the I know, Cardigans. I think I know this. I can. If I hear the song. I'm like, okay, that's a Cardigan song. Yeah. But I have no idea what the names well, are. Didn't the Cardigans do "Loveful"? The love me, love me, say that you love. Oh, is that what it is? I think oh. so. Okay. Oh yeah, you're, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah, but then where I imagine like. Drop like drop down, drop top, uh, convertible driving. Steven imagines the song and a K drama adaptation of a Nick Hornby novel. <laughs> Obviously, will be set in the 90s, and someone will say something like, Wait, you've never heard of Love Fool by Stacy? And then they go listen to it. <laughs> Wait, did Steven not realize that? He didn't know. He didn't know that. Did he not real? I I didn't know that the the name of the Cardigan songs was also Love Fool. I, I don't think I don't think he know he realized that either. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't realize. So he he pointed at the Cardigans and like was like set himself. Maybe he's setting us up to maybe. point to point it out. But that's maybe that was it. They 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 the the name of the album or sorry the name of the song is just mm-hmm. an homage to the Cardigans, which is obviously. Loveful and that lo- cardigans and this loveful mm-hmm. don't sound the same. But, but that's what the, that's what the C means in Stacy, right? Star to a young cardigan. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Oh, and and Stephen said the Sundays. So just like in so what? Just like Sunday morning. See? Oh, Sunday to a young cardigan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. All right. We're uh, we're galaxy braining. Right yeah. Now. Exactly. Uh, but yeah like uh other notes like the harmonies in this are great yes Uh, even mentioned the harmonies in the chorus uh i think harmonies everywhere all throughout the song like all all throughout all the songs like the harmonies are so Mm. good uh maybe that's a bp thing but i mean man this i mean this group has good vocals too so and with a lot of depth like you have jay's low voice and then shion's uh high voice and then everyone else fits in between so I mean that maybe that's why the harmonies work really well. But um, I mean, speaking of like Jay's low voice, I love it when dedicated rappers can also sing well, at least like sing well yes. enough. Because now they don't 
be like they have to shoehorn a, like a rap rap uh, in every song and just stick to melodic lines like in this song, which is like so nice. Uh, like an example we saw that earlier this year was like CIX's Cinema, which is probably one of my favorite songs in this year. So um, yeah, this is another just extension of that. Um, I don't know if it's a trend, but just those kinds of songs in K-pop. Yeah. Now, some of the elements that Steven wanted to point out, um, he specifically called out the pre-chorus. And I, I, I don't know if I noticed that either, but uh, I was just so entranced by the song itself that I didn't really um, pick up on it. But yeah, he did mention the fact that the pre-chorus, he didn't know that it was a pre-chorus until he heard it again as a pre-chorus. And mm-hmm. so... Yeah, it, for him, it didn't have that much buildup leading into the chorus. So, but I kind of, um, so. I kind of like that because yeah, the chorus too. it makes it more impactful. Just flows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, and my favorite part of the song, I think, was the second verse because I love yeah, it when second verses do like change the melodic rhythm, so mm-hmm. it feels like a completely different sequence. And they did that, that the part that, that went like, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so nice and like, I know, like. I mean, that's like the closest thing. Like, it's sort of a quick melody, so it's not quite like rap singing, but it still felt it's like melodic enough where it didn't feel like a shoehorned rap in there. But yeah, it was. That was just that part was just so nice in my ears. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm uh, I was stalling until we had a chance to talk about the bridge. Uh huh. Do you want to go first, or no, do you, you want go, me first. To go first? Do it. Do it. Okay, please, please, please be the same note. It might not be the same. Oh my god. I hope it is. Well, let, let's bring up Steven's note first. So St- Steven's Ooh, only can critique... It? Can I say it? Yes, please, please do it. Please do it. <laughs> All right, so Steven's... Uh, oh, actually, no. I was going to use his voice in a different note. I realized, but I'll just say it in his voice. <laughs> uh, my only critique of this song <laughs> is that the bridge feels like an afterthought. <laughs> Oh, 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 okay. I guess we're, uh, that's weird, Steven. It's <laughs> a weird thing to feel like, because I actually very much enjoyed the uh, bridge. Uh, no, <laughs> but okay, shoot. I I don't know. I got excited to talk about the bridge, but what if I steal your thunder? No, just do okay, it. why didn't you go first? I, I can I can latch on to your ex. Oh, I don't know. What if it's about. not the same? <laughs> then my, whatever I say is going to be awesome. That's true. All right. Well, yeah, my note about the bridge. Uh, wait, where is my note about the Drew bridge? <laughs> it um oh yeah i thought yeah this song would be a perfect song if it weren't but i do think that the cheesy chant slash bass and snare combo in the in the second half of the bridge section i actually did not like it either i also thought it was sort of an afterthought uh yeah it wasn't like like i was like oh the bridge is like fine pretty when they sing the yeah, stars are shining in my heart, and then it does the chanty part, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I like that because it sort of it ruins for me. It ruins a bit of the the pacing and the vibe of it because it was very dreamy before then, and then all of a sudden you're just like in a in a campfire bonfire like with someone just like everyone's like clapping and singing in a way that I did not enjoy that much. So that was not my notes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But did you catch did you catch the homage? So they were talking about stars uh-huh. falling. Like 
Oh. Shooting stars. Uh-huh. And then did you catch right before the chant? Wait, what? They 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 made okay, go listen. Um I'm listening right now. L- listeners, you go listen to. Um right about right about 242 where it starts. What does it sound like? Uh maybe turn up the vibe. Oh my god. <laughs> it sounds like the shooting star meme. The 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 tambourine shaking and then they're talking about stars falling. There's got to be there, there that is not a coincidence. There's got to be some legit intention with that part. Is it in the same key? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's the exact same like Oh my god. Anyway, I thought you were gonna say something profound. I guess that was profound. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that that was my galaxy brain because I was oh just like God. after listening to that song over and over and over again. I was like, why does that sound so familiar? <gasps> Shooting star me. Uh, They're talking about falling stars. What? <laughs> oh, I did not get. Wow, I did not galaxy brain enough for this. I, I'm in the galaxy already. Which reminds me, um, that's one of my TikTok ideas. So don't steal it, listeners. Please let us do it. We're going to do a shooting star meme. Oh, that's it. what you texted. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, don't steal that. We're, we still got to produce that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's that's all I really had to say about uh, Love Fool. It, wow. was, uh, it, was, it was just uh, the, every song on this album... Well produced, mm-hmm. really fun to listen to. So th- this song is no exception to that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did talk a little crap about the bridge, but it's still such a yeah. very good song. They it's, needed some. Yeah, uh, this is like their first anthem. You know, they needed like, to they bring needed, it back down to earth, like those mm-hmm. stars falling into the hearts. But yeah, but yeah, and even with Steven's uh, note of like felt like an afterthought, he still noted this loveful as his favorite song on this single album. So. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite song is. I'll, I'll I'll figure that out later. Okay. Okay. So those are the three new songs of this album. We have a fourth song, which is technically a remix of a, the song that they debuted with. So bad. We already talked about it. Um. And yeah, I I, <laughs> Alan Mark and I don't really have that many notes. Neither does Stephen. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> Stephen. But he, we do say- have. Okay, please, please, please do it in uh, Stephen's voice. I, for one, did not ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! But, I can hear it. I can hear him say this. It. But this, I do concede. The ending goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wow! That's the most animated I've ever heard, Stephen. I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I think you had a note. Um, uh, what, what was your one note? Uh, my one note, yeah. just, just let me talk about the original. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just listen the to him origi- talk about the original. The original is so much better. Oh, it's so um, good. I mean, uh, so I mean, bad I, I don't want to, so yeah, I, it, the first one was just so good. Why would you, you, why would you remix it? Why would your remix take away all the, the fun elements of that yeah. song and just like make it like a, drum and bass track yeah it's so stripped down it's like i love yeah. the different elements and layers that they had in the original one but i mean it's that, i mean it's like it's fine it's not a, yeah. it's not bad it's just it's fine yeah, yeah. 
I the, the one of the notes I wrote was I preferred the Snyder cut of this oh. song. <laughs> so not I consider this the Joss Whedon cut. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Yikes. But yes, I. <laughs> you know, for a K-pop song, it, it just kind of it, it went into um, not no, sorry, not trance. What's the what's the style at the end of the song like? Oh, sorry. I started listening to step, the, step. I guess no, I started listening I to the original. Hold on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me play that. You make it. I mean, the original. It starts off with such an iconic, like, you know, it just that like hooks you in right away. And so this one is just like, like you're like, okay, that's a that's a version of the song, I guess. Anyway, uh. Yeah, that is that are that that was all four tracks of this release. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's great to hear more uh, more tracks from Stacy because I, I very much am a fan of Stacy, and I think as as we've agreed with our Golden Tong Award that mm-hmm. um, they are they were a fantastic debut and that they're going to be pretty great. And this album like exemplifies how amazing the group is, and I I don't. I, I have yet to see, you know, the caliber in which they are performing on the big stage. Like this one's like, you feel it, you feel it coming. And like, it's, they, they, they definitely have the uh, personalities and like the, uh, the look down and mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, it's uh, it, like, I would say all six members are very unique in like their personalities and like the kind of, um, kind of uh, char- characters that they're, portraying and yeah i i i don't know i can't really pinpoint what this group is yet mm-hmm. um but i can yeah. say that what they did do with so bad like the f- music video for so bad and then the music video for um asap and you know the rest of the album uh that they are very talent they are a very talented group um i would like to see um i would like to see them up or not that I'm doubting their dancing abilities, but I would love to see more opportunities for them to show their dancing abilities mm-hmm. if they have that. But um, if they don't, that's, I mean, that's not really yeah, a knock. Yeah. It's just like a, if they're trying to get to ultimate status, like you gotta have, you gotta be the quadruple threat as a group and singing and like presence, it's all there. Um, but yeah, I wanna see more dancing. So mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, that is uh that's funny because Steven's saying a bunch of things that I'm saying. Um, okay. Uh why don't I why don't I say half of Steven's and you say the other half? Sure. Um so I'll say this this first note. So for, for Steven, his overall thoughts, he's he said when they were guests on Fact in Star, Stacy called their concept for so bad teen fresh. That's still an apt describe uh, descriptor. For Statum, and it might lean more to the teen side with a look at the MV, but um, they're definitely when we talk about like Teen Crush and everything like that. Um, that is that's them, and mm-hmm. so I didn't get that with So Bad because So Bad like saw such an adult side to them, so it's it, it was kind of weird to like switch um, concepts to to kind of like to um, I was gonna say the wrong word. <laughs> oh no! I was gonna say to. <laughs> I was gonna say they were 
they went from old to young. They they went they like euthanized themselves. Oh, no. And I was like, and I was like, oh no, that's the wrong word. Don't say that out loud. We're thinking like Benjamin Buttoning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do not say euthanize on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, they um, <laughs> like you were saying, if you didn't think about so bad, which I, I don't think I did, but mm-hmm. I came back to it and I was like, oh yeah, that's I remember that song. That was an awesome song. Yeah. So. That, that those are my uh, that that that's my thought and that's Stephen's thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what else did Stephen say? Stephen also said so. He said this is a solid comeback that shows a more playful side. Uh, though he wouldn't say this points in a direction conceptually that he would expect for upcoming songs with Stacy. Uh, he is hoping for future releases that include something like "So Bad," not another remix, <laughs> and explore something new too. So sort of. Taking on more of that, that tougher, like cooler, gold crushed vibe, but sort of taking in new directions as well. Um, I mean, me personally, I love this like more playful side. Um, the more youthful side, it feels more not like I wouldn't say it's more authentic, but it's like it um, it's just very fitting for a group that is still so young because, you know, these are all all the members are like born from 01 to 04. So it's like, yeah, they're still in their teens. So um um, but yeah, and he also says that I think they are still finding an identity and carving out their spots, but they are here to stay. See, <laughs> uh, is that the, a tiny C? Like yeah, a, a tiny, like a, a superscript? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Stephen has I the best it. ending notes. Oh my god! I know he. <laughs> the fact that he took the. The care to 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 make each word smaller and smaller and smaller. Thank you, Stephen. Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on Stacy? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mentioned, I like this concept a lot. I think it works for them very well. Um, I mean, they're all very like young. They're very. They seem like they have very bright personalities, and it really shows in the music. Uh, in this, especially this music, and even when you change up the style with Loveful, like which is more like. Not serious, but it's definitely um, smoother. Um, but it's like it's a song about like a first heartbreak, which is like such a good way to do a love song for such a young group. So, um, yeah, I think it's like it's. I mean, echoing a lot of what Steven said, it is. It just makes me even more excited to see what this group can do, uh, like performance wise and you know song wise too. They have a really great production team behind them uh, for the music. So I, I'm. Uh, but I also know to temper expectations, not expecting certain concepts or styles, just whatever comes through, it's going to come through and I'm sure it's going to be great. So yeah, I, high hopes. I think this, like, I, to me, they are a monster rookie group. I don't know what the sales look like, but, um, overall, but I think they are like, can be so, so good. Not so bad. So good. (laughs) Well, I think it's safe to say that all three of us are with Stacy. We which is pretty sweet. Sweet? Sweet the Swift. Swift. Swither. Swith uh, Taylor Sweets. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us this week. We really hope you enjoyed your meal and we hope to see you next time. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip 
on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all of the socials at How You Can Eat. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and we've already made like five or four, four to five posts on TikTok. So stay tuned for some some fun audio clips and some maybe some original content. So Ooh. we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll definitely, um, we have some catching up to do compared to Alan Mark's uh, TikTok. So. All you have to do is just hashtag Luna and the orbits will come. Oh, the orbits. Shout out to all of you. You're so great. Oh, we, we forgot. If you, if you don't know, we are a Stan Luna podcast. So. Yes, yes. But um, we do not stand misfit by… No, 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 no. no. We are not a couple of misfits. That's for sure. That is for Had sure. Had to fit that all in right. somehow. Yep. All up <laughs> Every episode. Oh, man. I'm going to… I can't wait for the t-shirts that we create based on our inside jokes. Okay. Cool. You can even email Stephen at howyoucaneat at gmail.com. We are reading anything you send us. So shout out to everyone who sent us some mail right now. We love list- reading all of them. And yeah, if you want, you can ask us a question. Maybe we'll read it on air or something like that. So mm-hmm. feel free. This, Like I've said many times in the past, this podcast is just as much yours as it is ours. So let's, let's go make one great show all together. Um, so shout out to you, Buffet. We love you. Mm-hmm. For for Alan Mark and I and Steven off in the galaxy. He's somewhere. But for the three of us, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long. Stay safe and see you next feast. Uh if you're still listening to this right now, I think you're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs>